Seventh Avenue Pizza, the official pizza of the Soda Pod. The Soda Pod, the official beer and hockey podcast of Seventh Avenue Pizza. Sky Blue Waters, welcome to the Soda Pod. Isha Dromi here alongside the state of Hoppy, and thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. Folks, we have another edition of both our flight series and our Minnesota Wild redraft segment here on the Soda Pod. Shout out to everybody who listened to the podcast last week. Shout out to everyone who also checked out the YouTube video for the flights snake draft that we posted last week as well. Both of them had some good traction. If you want to see the video side of things, if you've only listened to the audio side of that series, we post every single video on YouTube, so go check that out at the Soda Pod. This week, our topic for flights is a special one, especially for Hoppy, and I'll hand the mic over to him in a moment here, folks. Best South Park celebrity appearances slash cameos. This one was so much fun to record, guys. Uh, After that, it will be followed by... The next division in our Minnesota Wild expansion redraft, but we'll get back to that in a moment. Quickly, big shout out to our friends at Better Edge, Northland Vodka, 7th Avenue Pizza, and Waggle Golf. Folks, summer's almost over. I know, I'm shedding a tear just just uttering that. So get yourself some of the final drops from Waggle before the fall. And folks, NFL is back and Better Edge has you covered with legal sports betting in Minnesota. So go support them as well. We love our partners. They support us. So like I said, go support them. All right, folks, on the other side, part two of our Flights Snake Draft South Park Best Celebrity Appearances Edition. Sharon! Sharon! Randy? What's going on? They made a hologram of me, Sharon. They don't care about the music. They're replacing us. Oh, my God. You mean I just slept with a hologram? The hologram's in our bedroom? Yes! I I gotta be leaving now, Sharon. I would leave you my number, but I'm just a hologram and shit. You slept with Tupac? Sharon! What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We are here for another edition of Flights, our snake draft edition. And we have our friends Seth Topol and Nick Lewis riding shotgun as well. Hoppy, what's on tap here today? This is one that's near and dear to my heart. And it works out great that this ended up being the one that I go first. Best celebrity appearances on South Park. And... I'm leaning more towards like the actual celebrity and how funny they are in the episode versus the episode itself, but to each their own, however you want to distinguish it or however voters might want to distinguish it. But for me, this is like, I have a top three list that should be the absolute top three list. And the number one, I don't know if there's anyone that's a South Park fan. That's not going to agree with me. Oh, and I, did I even say the order? Not yet. You just said you're starting. Here we go. <laughs> I start. That's all that matters. I'm actually going to pick for everyone. 
It's Perfect. me, Nick, Seth, Isha, Snake back. So we're continuing the, the clockwise bit. Um, the 101 undisputed champion of South Park is Kanye West. <laughs> in fucking credible. The, the first episode is in season two of them, and they're both magical. First one is that Kanye West is the only person in the world dumb enough to not understand a joke that the kids make that goes viral. And Nick, since you don't watch much South Park, maybe uh, this would be a good one for you. Uh, you like fish sticks? Uh, I don't watch a lot of South Park. I do know that one, though. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you like putting <laughs> fish sticks in your mouth? <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, they're crunchy and they're great. You're a gay fish. <laughs> and Kanye West cannot figure it the fuck out. It is so goddamn funny. I am not a gay fish. I am a lyrical <laughs> genius. And like he literally gets out a whiteboard and starts drawing it up. He's like, there's got to be something here. Fish plus crunchy plus microwaved equals gay. <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. And like, it's just, it's too goddamn good. And then the second episode that he's in, uh, they're making fun of The Hobbit, the show, and comparing it to Kim Kardashian, how like she is the Hobbit, like it's based around her life because it's just small, loud people living in a fantasy world. <laughs> and Kanye West the whole time is like trying to defend his wife because they're accusing her of being uh, like photoshopped and everything. And every time he's got to like pick up the phone and call her and he's like, bitch, you're not the Hobbit, right? Like, good points. <laughs> so, yes, Kanye West, I'm obsessed. Like he's a top five character in the show for me and he's only in two episodes. <laughs> He's a top five character in like real life right now. I think he's a walking cartoon. That guy. Also true. Also got cucked by next boy. Also true. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Uh, <laughs> well, on the on the topic of, of me, I guess I will go. I'm gonna snag. I'm guessing Isha's. I don't watch a lot of South Park, but this one is recent and it was very funny. It's a combo platter: Prince Harry, Meghan Markle in the Worldwide Privacy Tour. Uh, that episode was hilarious. So, so I can't speak. You know, I don't have the years of experience with it, but excellent episode, excellent cameo. It, it wasn't played by them, much like the the Kanye West one. Uh, but I'm, I'm counting it. There's my first pick. It's it's elite. It's so good. Respect our privacy. <laughs> and I love how they like to cover themselves legally. They turn them into the Canadian prince and yeah. the Canadian princess. Oh, it, it's incredible. Isha, you go ahead and swoon over your Canadians. Well, I was just going to say that one's so awesome because like, I remember like when that was all going down, um, I went to the university of Victoria and they moved to Victoria in like the most bougiest part of Victoria too, of course. But like I worked for a uh, cabinet shop at that time and all of our clients were like high end clients. So like I knew the area and like I, I knew friends on their boats, like going around too, like to try to, to take a sneak peek. So like, it was just, it was crazy how they like, we are announcing that we're going to a private spot in Canada for nobody to come and see us right on the coast on the beach and it was like we all gotta go see where these motherfuckers are at and that's exactly what happened that that was such a good episode oh, great pick great, great pick. pick and great that you're cucking isha too because i was mean absolutely you can, uh new book called where <laughs> that's pretty good then, <laughs> the, the the real deep cut that people don't know from that one when he goes across and he like throws his blue penis up on the window because uh, he like got frostbite on his penis or something. Didn't oh, he? really? It was something like that. Someone was explaining it to me. I'm like, all of it was awesome. All the jokes hit. 
what the fuck was up with the blue penis? And yeah, apparently it was like a frostbite or something like that. I think it was part of his like diary or his WA book or something. Matt and Trey don't miss. They they don't. They really don't. I'm I'm going topical for mine. I also it it, I don't watch a ton of South Park, but I'm I'm versed. Um, I'm going Elon. My boy. My okay. My boy. The, the way they so portray cool. him is pretty damn good. That was very good. topical, very current. Mm-hmm. Just like the himself. telekinesis or whatever. Like he's like talking to people with his mind. <laughs> the Something Neuralink. I see him doing in real life. Yep. We have to solve the Neuralink. He voiced himself too, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Did he actually? Jesus. I think he did, yeah. Yeah, I think he's been on a few times. I don't think he initially voiced himself, and then the more recent ones he started to. Respect. I respect that. He's Half one of the people. people. say they're going to sue them, and they're like, good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, have fun. Like, they fucking went after Muhammad. They had death threats from terrorists. I think they're going to be okay dealing yeah, with dude. the fucking Canadian prince. Clone, Clone High got canceled because of Gandhi as a character, and like South Park, you know, went after Mohammed and they didn't get canceled. So I mean, like if, if that, if, they're fine. <laughs> they got an Iron Shield. That's one of their three episodes that you cannot find anywhere now. Like it's like removed from the internet. I'm sure there's somewhere you can find it, but like I've tried and it's hard. Like I haven't seen it. Damn. Great, good pick, Isha. What do we got? So I can't say Muhammad, right? I'm just I'm kidding. Um, I will choose uh, Snooky for my, uh, pick. my first pick. pick. <laughs> Which yeah, uh, it's, it's a whole episode making fun of the Jersey Shore. It's a Jersey and, thing. And Snooky is basically like a fucking Pokemon. Like she can only say her name, and she's just this <laughs> big fat like gremlin that comes out and like just starts like randomly like humping people, like dry humping them. Snooky wants mush mush. That's it. <laughs> it's so great. So that's my first one. And again, I I know he doesn't have the biggest role in the show, but like or in the episode, but the episode around him, and that's uh that's Gordon Ramsay. It's great too. Gordon Ramsay's not even in it. Yeah, but like but I, I accept it still. That is pro- that's arguably. <laughs> oh my god, it's Gordon Ramsay ever. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it it's so perfect they're like randy's addicted to cooking and they're like all right we're gonna have gordon ramsay tell him like that he sucks and then he'll stop and he'll go back to like living his normal life and like cartman's standing on like stilts and like dressed up like him and they're like stan we got it this is gonna work he's like guys my dad's retarded he's not that retarded and he walks and he's like, oh my god, Santa's Gordon Ramsay. And he runs out of the room. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you know, the, if the you cooking. haven't seen that episode, Nick, that is like a must watch. It is he's called, arguably the best episode. He calls like a hotline to talk to other people about <laughs> cooking, like it's like a sex line. He's like, <laughs> How how much did you baste it? <laughs> I'm gonna deglaze the shit out of that pan. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that all right, solid pick. <laughs> Seth, what do you got? Ah, uh, number of different uh, ways that I could go with this one, I suppose. Um, I'm going to go a little off the board again, just because I believe he played himself. I'm going to go Jay Leno. Okay. it's a good one. 
Nice. Uh, really, Seth's list is boiling down to did they do their own voice? If so, yeah. that's my I do pick. my own stunts kind of a yeah. thing. <laughs> and there's there's a section of voters that will back you for that. Yeah. So uh, nice. The, the the part I like most about the Jay Leno one, he was on my list as well, is he's been in a few episodes and in each one his chin just keeps getting bigger. That's <laughs> That's good. It is. It's great. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Hoppy. Or uh, Nick. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm up. He uh, he wasn't in for very long. It makes me laugh, though. Uh, it'd be Malcolm McDowell as a British person slash just the narrator of, of the episode. Uh, not a cartoon, just voices himself, but was very obviously featured. And, and it makes me laugh that he just played a British person. That's good. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell as British. Yep. <laughs> I am a British person. Oh, all right, cool. Good. Um, well, I'm personally very happy because my number two pick is still on the board. I think, I and it's it's partially like it's very well done and well portrayed, but it's even more fun because my brother actually like got upset. Damn it! At the the offensive way that they portrayed this character because he's a big supporter. Michael Jackson. Shimona. Also in two episodes, but yeah, just all ignorant. Yeah. Ignorant. You're ignorant. Shimona. I know. Who wasn't voting at that age? It's, it's all, at least a, we were all in grade school at that point. And oh, yeah. Everyone walking around like, you're ignorant. You're ignorant. <laughs> it was constant. You couldn't escape it. it was I got your nose. Right. They, they just go right for the jugular, too, with the kid jokes. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> But uh, yes, and he's, he's my best friend. Well. <laughs> They're both very worth watching if you haven't seen them, either of you. That it's so damn good. But my brother, like, he just loves Michael Jackson's music, mm-hmm. and like, as soon as the whole like documentary thing came out, like, he was like even more into him. And like, I like to stir the pot. That's kind of a pastime of mine. So I very much went out of my way to point out the flaws in Michael Jackson's character and decision making, and he doesn't get very happy about it. And that episode just drove him up a wall, and it was incredible. I think he's, I think he's over that now. But <laughs> upon first watching, he was so upset. Um. All right, my pick. Uh, you have a pick. Oh, sorry. Yes, sir. I'm getting ahead of myself. Jesus. Isha. <laughs> God, there's just so many good ones. I'm like, I, I don't even know what to do with myself right now. I am going to. <laughs> So he's in one of the episodes that Michael Jackson is in. The episode is called Dead Celebrities. And the other like celebrity that gets featured as being a ghost that's haunting little brother Ike is Billy Mays. That's Billy good. Mays here with another fantastic That's drama. good. That's Chipotle. really good. Do you have problems with all those blood stains from eating Chipotle in your underwear? <laughs> Guess what? Doesn't matter. You just spray it on. Throw it into the <laughs> into the wash and you're good. And That's just good. the whole back and forth that episode around Chipotle way is incredible too. But just the Billy Mays impression is just spot on. That's good. That's good. good Nick is now up. All right. So uh, like I said before, I don't have a, a huge history of South Park, but this is it's an older episode and it is one I remember is it is one of my favorite episodes. Uh, it is Scott Tennerman must die. Uh, yes, it is I had this on my list. Up. 
Yep, it, it is when Radiohead shows up as Radiohead. Yeah. They're not in it for very long. Uh, it is when Cartman and Scott are having their chili off contest, and uh, the the secret was Scott tried to put pubes in Cartman's chili. He snuck them out for different ones and ended up feeding him chili that had his parents inside of it. So Cartman kills his parents, feeds it to him, and as Scott is crying hysterically, Radiohead shows up and makes fun of him for being a crybaby. Uh, excellent <laughs> Just episode. Just cry, crybaby. Right, and this oh is like like ninety seven. So it was a long time ago, so this is very shocking. I think that was like season four. Yeah, and we're on twenty six right now. <laughs> right. Uh, Excellent episode. Uh, Radiohead showing up just randomly to make fun of him. Loved it. That is why I, I don't know if I agree, but it's widely renowned as the best Cartman episode out there. I could see just that. because of the devious nature. And it was kind <laughs> of the first episode where you saw like how mm-hmm. psychotic he was. But literally, Scott Tenorman just sells his pubes to him. And he did it because like, you know, the older kids have pubes. Like, yeah. why wouldn't I do that? And then he... <laughs> understands from his friends that he's an idiot and he just got conned into buying someone else's pubes. And the whole episode is about trying to get Scott Tenorman to give him his $15 back. And it reaches the point that uh, as Nick alluded, he, his revenge is exacted by literally feeding him his parents in the form of a chili. It's, uh, it's just incredible. Oh my goodness. Seth, we got you up for number three. Well, this probably could have been my first pick, but I'm going to go with Bob Saget. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good choice. Because for my viewing of South Park, it just seems like every clip that I remember, uh, Bob Saget. Like, So I'm putting that in there as well, just because it jogs a lot of my South Park memories. Nice. It's but between also, South Park and the Tourette's guy for me. Yep. Bob Saget. Yeah. <laughs> I might be getting the two mixed up. <laughs> but it's okay. Bob Saget was... Bob it Saget applies, was it applies to both. It's a blanket. Yeah. Yep. Sure is. Nice. Isha, you got double duty. All right. Uh, I got Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Um, Just an outrageous <laughs> episode. <laughs> Elaborate. Um. Well, just the many forms that she takes in that episode as well. Uh, that one. That one is a de- like I. I. I was hoping to rewatch that one before because that was one of the early ones that I watched. Like when I even before I moved here. Um. So it was. It was actually the top of my list when I was like noting celebrities. But then I was like, you know, as far as ranking them, I don't know if that's the funniest episode. Like, where do you rank that episode, Hoppy? I, I mean, it's not high for me, but it's yeah. still a great episode. Like, there aren't many episodes I don't like, but that's definitely lower on my list. Yeah. Um, so, just uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. And then for my second pick, uh, Tom Cruise, and he's made a yes, few. Thank you. I, that needed to be picked because I have another one I want for my fourth pick. But if Tom Cruise wasn't selected, no, that would he, be a problem. Man, it, it, uh, I've so only good. seen how many episodes has he been in? Because I've seen two of them. I mean, there's one that features him though. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the um, other ones that he gets brought in, it's around Scientology. But yes, yes. The so main I, one is literally the premise of the episode is that Tom Cruise has locked himself in Stan's closet and he won't come out. It's amazing. (laughs) The whole time, it's like, Tom Cruise, you have to come out of the closet. No, you can't make me. (laughs) And then by the very end of the episode, a bunch of other, like, assumed closeted uh, people 
like were hiding in the closet with him. They had joined him. <laughs> yeah, that one that one was really it's good. It's so great. Just like <laughs> it's so in your face, but it's still just so fucking funny how they did that. <laughs> no, Tom Cruise. That would, yeah, that's my that's my my final pick. <clears throat> I'm going all the way back to season one for my final pick. Nice. Barbara Streisand. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> because who doesn't like to see somebody turned into just a gigantic mechanical dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Well done. Nick, you got one more. Do you still have any on your list? Uh, I do. He actually, I did have Mecha Streisand on there. That was going <laughs> to be it. Since we're not doing that, uh, we're going to go with Sia and or Randy as Lord. Uh, what, yes, one of the best yes that's pick, so good. Pick. That's it, so it good. Ran on forever, absolutely hysterical. Uh, and again, as someone that doesn't watch a lot of South Park, that was still inescapable. You had to know the bit, and it was great. So that one was good. That's another one that I was going to be really bummed if it didn't get picked. And that's mm-hmm. I was considering that. Oh, well done, great pick. So I have, man, I have at this point two. No, there's three. Fuck, there's three that I'm really struggling to pick between here. I'm going to talk through it because I'm the last pick. Yeah, yeah. You have time. You've got the platform. So my three will lead with uh, the best trilogy of South Park is the Black Friday trilogy, where they literally make it about the console wars of, like, Xbox versus PlayStation. And it's all aligned with Game of Thrones, and all the storylines are very tied in with Game of Thrones. They have the Red Robin wedding. Um, and George RR R. Martin, the way that he yep. is depicted and his obsession with penises is fucking incredible. <laughs> he literally has like an orchestra, like, or not orchestra, like, uh, a group of singers that like, wiener, 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 the song, wiener. like, that's a great one. I don't think I'm going to pick that one though. You the just wanted one. to sing the song. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, it's still in contention, but the other two that one I care more because it's like such uh, an important episode to me. The other one is just great because I also use it to terrorize my sister. Um, so there's Jennifer Lopez, which uh, to those who aren't familiar, Jennifer Lopez comes into the episode later on. But I'm not actually all that interested in actual Jennifer Lopez. Cartman draws a face on his hand and it is Jennifer Lopez <laughs> and like he literally like people think that his hand is Jennifer Lopez and like he is in a relate like Ben Affleck leaves Jennifer Lopez for Cartman's hand it's it, it goes to a deep place but my sister's name is Jenny Jennifer and I literally love that half the time it's oh Jennifer yeah um and then the third one and it's between I think it's between Jennifer Lopez and this one, Al Gore. Oh, see, that they was on my list too. Him. They drag yep. him so hard. Yeah. And it's, but the best allegory, like the best, like deep cut that they do is the man bear pig. And I also love that I basically have decided that the Minnesota Wild logo is a man bear pig. Uh, but Al Gore just being super serial about super uh, serial. man bear pig being real. And it all being related to global warming, how no one believes him. No one's taking him serious. It's just such a good, oh my God. That one's super early too, no? 
Dal Gore one? No, that's probably like season seven to ten range. Okay, okay. I guess. Um, I I have to go though for the gra- no the graphic will be great for both. So it's either going to be him standing in front of the screen where it's like showing the like shitty sketch of Man Bear Pig, or it's literally going to be Cartman's hand as Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. What will you do? I'll let you guys choose. Pick the one that you like the least that you think oh, won't no. tell me. Oh no, that that's the that's a mind games. Yeah. That's mind games. That. <laughs> oh yeah, this I'm the person choice. too. Uh, in fantasy football, did Joe tell you this, Isha? No. If I'm playing against someone and I have two players that I'm unsure between or that are like close, I love being like, hey, I'll let you pick which one. Because if that player goes off, it will ruin their life that they picked it. And it's that's so true. worth the risk of them picking the one that's bad. Uh, yeah, you're a fucking psycho. I'm going Al Gore. I have to. The picture's right. going to be so Good great. Pick. Yeah. Good pick. Uh Remaining on the list, do you guys have any honorable mentions before I say the few that are left on mine? I had Paris Hilton as an honorable mention. Okay, that's a good one. I, I had that too. And then, yeah, all my other ones were taken <laughs> by you guys. Cheech and Chong? Oh, yeah. Okay. I like George Clooney just playing a dog. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> God damn it. That's good. Um, the only ones I had that you didn't just say... Mel Gibson was mm. just ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. That one was insane. It's a good episode too. Um, I don't like the the actual celebrity for the appearance. Like, I don't think it's that great. But the episode itself is like arguably a top five, top ten for me. Caesar Milan. Oh my god, that's a good one. It's an episode that's basically about how Cartman's a menace, and they bring in oh. all these nanny TV shows to try and like tame him i and love none that of episode. Works, and they bring in caesar milan the dog whisperer to basically make freedom like a dog and it is fucking hilarious it's, that one's so good so that one's good. so good and then wow. russell crowe's an okay one too but that's that's as far as my list went because i didn't need any more yeah, yeah have the possibilities covered this one is good. I think this one this one's gonna be tough for for the listeners and for the viewers all to good uh, answers like yeah to no vote on. it's just gonna be what tickles everyone's fancy yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm excited for this one. Um, I know, you know, we we I know we missed a couple that you guys might like, so comment yes, which ones we missed. Ones that were missed because I would just love to go back and reminisce those. Absolutely. And let us know which ones you like. Don't forget to vote and we'll see you in the next one. Join us for another week in the den of Husky's Warming House podcast action. Nick and I don't just work the MNCAA scene. We have our own show, too, with new episodes every week. Find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and everywhere you enjoy your favorite hockey podcasts. If you can find the Soda Pod, you can find us there, too, along with CenterizeView.com and Huskies Illustrated. Man, oh, man, like I said right before we jumped into that segment there. So much fun talking and laughing about some of these awesome episodes of South Park. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, X, and vote in the poll question. There'll be a poll up on Twitter right now for you guys to go and vote and shout to everyone who voted in last week's poll who had the best draft this week. Go check it out on Twitter at Sota. Pod. Know the, know the, if you see a at the soda pod, we got hacked. It ain't us. Don't buy them t shirts at soda pod. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already at the soda pod. By subscribing, 
and following the rules on the pinned tweet on our Twitter account, you can enter our giveaway for this beautiful McGolden mirror. Check it out again. Pin tweet. Pin post on Twitter. I'm just going to keep calling it Twitter. Fuck X, ladies and gentlemen. All right. On the other side, we run down the North Division. Hoppy and my Minnesota Wild redraft here on the Soda Pod. We are back with another edition of uh, the revisionist history of the expansion draft. We've got the Northwest Division. That's right. Vintage Wild fans remember. Fucking hate all of those Northwest Canadian teams. And Colorado, of course. Um, Man, I don't know, Isha. Which team are we starting with here? We're going to start with the most hated team, the Colorado Avalanche. I don't think they are the most hated back then. Maybe not back then, but uh, sure. now. Today, today. The one that's still in the division. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, all right. Protected list for the Colorado Avalanche. We've got Adam Deadmarsh. What a cool name. Chris <laughs> Dingman. Peter Forsberg. Ever heard of him? Legend. Dan Hynote. Brad Larson, Ville Niemannen, Sean Podine, which is actually kind of surprising, Joe Sackick, and Stefan Yell. Wow. On defense, which is hilarious, uh, the one year he's there, Ray <laughs> Bork. Yeah. Adam Foote, John Clem, Aaron Miller. And Sandus Ozelinch. And in net, uh, I'm sure no one could have guessed this, Patrick Waugh, or Roy <laughs> for the, the deep Americans here. Uh, lots of big names there. And looking at the four group, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, two would have to be exposed. Are there any that you feel like are the bottom dwellers of this group that you would be interested in if they were exposed? I mean, either Deadmarsh or uh, Poden. Sean Podine's intriguing to me, and I feel like he would have been exposed if they could only protect seven forwards. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, thirty-two points uh, that oh, season. I got, a, I got a signed Podine stick right behind me here in the corner. No way. Depressing. Yeah, 15, okay, so fifteen goals, thirty-two points that season. So my cousin got me this at an auction because the first team that I did actually care about was the avalanche because when I was growing up playing hockey, I was like fucking six or seven. Literally the only two teams I knew of were the red wings and the avalanche. And I very much was on the avalanche side. And this has a great Sean Podine signature. And unfortunately had an even better signature that literally does not exist anymore because it was written in ink and it has vanished. Oh, Take a damn. guess what the name is. 
Um, did you have Sakic? Almost as good. Almost as good. Forsberg. Yeah, dude. I had wow. Peter Forsberg sign wow. this. This was from the Stanley Cup Finals. No way. Of, yeah. So brutal, brutal loss to not have the uh, Forsberg signature that absolutely existed on here. It's a huge fucking bummer, but still got Podine. It's yep. whatever. And I got a story, I guess. Um, yeah, you do. Of course, of course, now I don't care about the Avalanche at all. Like, basically, I think it was 98 that I learned who Mario Lemieux was, and there was no looking back. Hence the uh, <laughs> Penguins love. It's funny. I actually, I've told this before, but might as well again. Uh, I had this teacher who like was the first person that broke through to me. Like I ended up being a straight A student in high school and stuff. But when I was in elementary school, like I was borderline going to special classes. Cause I just like, didn't, no one knew how to teach me. I was very like weird in how I learned. And this guy finally broke through to me. And we had this stupid assignment that was like, read a biography and do a report on it. And like, it's all presidents and shit. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, no. <laughs> and he's like, well, you're a hockey guy, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, read this one. And it was an, a biography on Mario Lemieux. And like, I read this, like, again, this is elementary school. I was in third grade. This was like a 30 page book tops. I got through that book. I'm like, holy fuck, this is the best player that's ever lived. <laughs> so yep. again, ever since never looked back. He is, uh, he is the icon. He's now the I just have a little bit more intelligence to tie the facts together, but yeah, Colorado avalanche, Sean Podine is, uh, definitely a character guy, like a good, we'd call him third liner maybe for like a competitive team back then. Um, available list, dude, guys like Dave Andrichuk, like think future dude. state, dude, him with Tampa, maybe Tampa doesn't win the Stanley cup because of losing him. Maybe Colorado doesn't win it without Sean Podine. Like we're doing a ripple effect on history with this one. Oh, yeah. Um, anyone you see besides Podine and Andrichuk that you're like particularly interested in. Um, well, like I said, if Deadmarsh is available, like he he got traded, I think the like that year in two thousand. Um, but he was almost point per game. Good old BC boy. Um, and then Serge Aubin as well. Nothing nothing special. Um, but he did play in the show for a few more years after that, and he got his he had his best season in two thousand. Funny enough, Columbus selected him in the expansion draft. Um, he had his best season with them. Thirty points, a hundred and seven pims. Columbus draft or got him in the who? Oh, Serge Aubin. Serge Aubin. Yeah. Okay. So he had a hell of a season the year after, like I said, 30 points, which was his best season. He only got 25 and 24 after that. And then 107 point or uh, Pims as well, which was like the most by a long shot. His, his, he got like in the sixties after that, but he was just a wrecking ball that year. So hmm. I think he would have been a good pick as well. But Dave Anderchuk, I mean, I think is probably Dave Anderchuk feels like the gimme again. If Sean Podine's the one that ends up exposed, I'm interested. But yeah, Dave Anderchuk just feels like, and this is revisionist history, right? Back then, maybe he wasn't as appealing and happened to pop in a good way for Tampa. But sure, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested. Like Deadmarsh, he was 26 points in 39 games, like. 
No, and he and he didn't he didn't have a long career. Actually, he retired only a few years after that. He was only twenty five at the at the time and in two thousand. He got sixty two in L.A. two years after and retired the year after that. Like pretty much at thirty. So um, again, maybe I don't I don't know the backstory behind him, but hey, maybe maybe he would have a longer career with the with the Minnesota Wild. Maybe maybe. All right, who's up next for the Northwest? Division. All right, next we have the Edmonton Oilers. See, now we're going alphabetically. I'm oh wait, no, we're not because Calgary's up above Car. Ah, yeah, I'm over the alphabet. Um, all right, Edmonton Oilers protected list. There's some. We got some GMs in the house. <laughs> we got Mike Greer, Billy G, Bill Garrett, Chad Kilger. George LaRock, who each is each is currently pissing himself over. <laughs> uh Todd Marchant, Ethan Moreau, Rem Murray, and of course veterans Ryan Smythe, Doug Waite. What a what a group. What a group. Yeah. Uh defense, Sean Brown, Roman Hammerlick, Yanni. Ninema, holy fuck, that's hard to read. Uh, Jason Smith and Igor Yulinov, and in net Tommy Salo. Uh, looking at the forward group: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Two would have to be exposed. I don't even know who's at the bottom of this group. This is quite the quite the crew. Yeah. I don't know. Is it Kilger and Murray that are probably at the bottom? I mean, maybe George LaRock, though. Like, if they could, that's, that's nine, the thing. Like, he's probably exposed. I'm seeing how many, I'm just looking up right now how many points he Dude, had that season. Can you imagine LaRock and Bugard on the same fucking team? Oh Ooh. my God. He's, he's relatively young. Sure. Oh no, dude. He, he would have been protected for sure. Like, he was, he, he, in, in in 1999 2000 like that was his first full season going like wow. he had two seasons in the minors and a cup of coffee in the NHL and then he kind of popped after that so i imagine any 123 he, pims he wasn't season. that great of a hockey player he was just a fucking animal no but he did put up between like 15 and 20 points back then and he was an animal so it's like it's Damn. so i th- and he was what like tw- i think he was only like 24 at that time so Again, revisionist history, they probably would have kept that that player. But sure. if he was available, dude, nab him up, man. Because like you said, Bugard and LaRock, you got one of them on the fourth line, one of them on the third line. Oh, I my. Think, no I think for the sake of the poll, I'm still probably going to put him in there. We'll see. We'll all right, see. all right. Bill, Billy um, G would not be available, folks, so don't even pretend. No, yeah. Rem Murray, um, he'd probably... got one, two, three, four, five, so two would have been exposed, but I'm not super interested there. No. Um, the available list. We've got forwards: Kevin Brown, Joseph. Why is there so many Josephs? J O Z E F. Why <laughs> is that a nineties thing? It was a nineties or it was an eighties thing, I guess. Cheerney, Patrick Cote, Boyd Devereaux, Jim Dowd, Ralph. Oh, Intranuvo. What the fuck? What the hell? I've never seen. Dan Lacature, name like that before. Rob Murray, Michael Picard, Martin Reichel, 
Kijo Salanoja? What the f- That's all name team. K-E-I-J-O-S-A-I-L-Y-N-O-J-A. That is a human's name. I'm moving past it. Um, and Alexander Selivanov, UC Tarvinen, German Titov. <laughs> I like that one. What a name. <laughs> uh, Alexander Volchkov. What a name again. Vladimir Vorobiev. They got a lot of Russians here, huh? That yeah. rounds out the forwards that were originally available. Then we got Adam Bennett on defense. Brett Hauer. Frantisek Musil. Elaine Nasruddin. Sammy Newtonen. Got where was Nasruddin at that point in his career? Uh, uh he, he, was, he was young, dude. He was he was still in the AHL. <laughs> That's a guy to consider. We got Rejo Rutsalainen, Alexander Zurich, Lucas Zib, and then goaltenders. We have Mike Menard, Bill Ranford, and Kay Whitmore. Who stands out from the available list that we didn't talk about? Because again, George LaRock. Probably just going to be included purely for the poll's sake. Yeah. Um, I mean, Elaine Al- Nazardine, super young in his career, like didn't end up playing with the NHL for I think like th- four or five seasons. I think four seasons after that, he, he played in the NHL for a decent amount of time. You only hear um, positive things about the guy, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I think uh, Boyd Devro, like if we're going for. Someone again, like there's 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 no one on the available list who's going to be like a really good player, but like he's a he's a 30, 30, 25 to 35 point guy. Um, K Whitmore, I'm just looking up right now. K Whitmore might be an option as well. Um, where was he at with his career? It's kind of towards the end of the, his career, but he he did get call ups, you know, when when there were injuries. In, in the goaltending department, he, he wasn't bad. Um, oh, that's why played with the Canucks for three years in the early nineties. Um, but yeah, and if you, I guess if you're looking for a goalie, K Whitmore is an option. He was a veteran at that time, but uh, I'd say, yeah, if LaRock's available or Nazardine or Boyd Devro would be my top three. Fair enough. All right. Speaking of Vancouver, the Canucks are next Hoppy. Oh boy, I'm sure you don't have opinions here. (coughs) So we've got the Vancouver Canucks. We've got some scumbags here. Um, Namely, one Todd Bertuzzi. We got Donald Brashear, Andrew Castles, Trent Klatt, Brendan Morrison, Marcus Nasland, who should have remained a Pittsburgh Penguin, (laughs) Dennis is it Peterson or Pedersen? Who knows these days? Okay, then. Peter Schaefer and Vadim Sharifijanov. Holy fuck. S-H-A-R-I-F-I-J-A-N-O-V. Holy shit. Defense. We've got Adrian Coyne, 
Murray Barron, Ed Jovanovsky as uh, as a former guest of the podcast, Wes Walls refers to as Special Ed, <laughs> Matthias Oland, and Jason Strudwick, with the goaltender protected being Felix Potvan. Oh boy, uh, forwards! I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And one, two, three, four, five D, one goalie. So the standard approach. Isha, where's your head at? Who would be exposed realistically from that list? Two uh, D, probably forward. Dennis Dennis Peterson and Vadim Sharifijanov. I think Sharifijanov only played like 20 odd games with the Canucks and then went to the IHL where he dominated. And then I think he went back out east. Um, and yeah, Dennis Peterson, you know, he ain't no, he ain't no Peter Schaefer. I'll tell you that much. So I think those two would be like the no easy Peter ones to Schaefer. expose on forward. No Peter Schaefer. So I think those two would be the easy, the easy ones on forward. Um, good old Trent Clatt too. What a beauty. What about the blue line? Oh, it's tough. Cause like it, it was, it, it was like, this is a damn good blue line. It's not um, Jovo or Oland. So who's the third one protected? Third one protected. Shit. Probably a coin. Probably a coin. Yeah. Jason Strudwick's interesting. He's good. It's between a coin and him, but I'm, I'm leading a coin. I'm leaning a coin. Yeah. Being protected. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. The available list at forward. We've got Hakan Oland, which is really weird playing with Oland. Um, <laughs> Jevgeny. Babarico, Jevgeny. It's literally like Evgeny Malkin, but with a J in front. That's awesome. I like him for all name purposes. Uh, Brian Bonin or Bonin. I'm not sure. Uh, which is how you should take your wings. Never boneless. Uh, <laughs> Paul Ferroni. Martin Gendron. Roger Hansen. Darby Hendrickson. Ew. I don't think we can veer from that path, but we'll put it up to a vote. I mean, dude, we wouldn't have the Dino punches after victories without Darby Hendrickson. That's true. That's also true. Wouldn't, the Minnesota Wild would have never scored a goal to date without him because he scored the first ever goal. He's the one that <laughs> opened the floodgates. Um, now, Isha's probably going to blow his load over Brad May. Dude, and Mark Messier, Stefan <laughs> Nelson, Lubomir Vaik, V-A-I-C, correct me if I'm an idiot, and Henry or Harry York. Pivoting to defense, we've got Roger Akerstrom, Chad Allen, Greg Hoggood, Kari Kivy, that's a fun name. Yeah. Chris O'Sullivan. We got Soupy, Brent Sopel, Tim Keys, and then in net. Oh, sorry. In net is Tim Keys. We've got Corey Schwab. I love the name Schwab. And then the man that gave all the money in the world <laughs> to Rick DiPietro. We got Garth Snow. Dude, there's some bangers on this available list. Uh, yes. Uh, for me, it's either Darby or Brad. Like, 
Or do you take Mark Messier just for the name? I mean, he was going with the Rangers. <laughs> he wasn't going to sign with the Wild. He was going right to the Rangers. So he's a free fact, agent. So yeah, that's the problem. They have everyone listed here, and it's like, I don't know who's actually signed or not. So that's bullshit. Yeah, but let's just say, I mean, let's just say I, he then was. I think, then I think it's either Darby, Brad May, or Brent Sopel. Yeah, I got. I had Sopel on my list. It was May or Sopel. I wanted to, I wanted I, to hear I, from I'm voting for Darby, but <laughs> I think it's those three and then whoever you want to pick from the defense group that was actually originally protected. Yeah. Probably Strudwick, it sounds like. Well, Strudwick, yeah. Either way, I'm going D from the Vancouver Canucks. Sopo is Strudwick. <laughs> but imagine Dar- imagine That's what Mark Messier. is known for is they're great defensemen. Yes, imagine Messier like did have one more year left, and they made him available. That just it it, it wouldn't have surprised me because that's how toxic the relationship w- was with him towards the end. Yeah, that's fair. All right, oh, man. um, we are on the last one, which means it must be the Calgary Flames, the former Atlanta Flames, former Atlanta Flames, Atlanta. They just have to relocate to Canada. That is the way. So at forward protected back then we had Valeri Bure, which I'm sure Isha has no idea who that is. Uh, it's Valerie Hoppy. Wild fans know exactly who that is. Bill Lindsay, Andre Nazarov, Mark Savard. How did I not know that that was a thing? Right. Jesus. Jeff Shantz. If there was no end there, I would pick him in a heartbeat. <laughs> Ori Stillman. <laughs> oh no. It's Weiner. I thought it was Weiner. Jason Weiner. <laughs> it's literally so juvenile, spelled, but I, I, I knew exactly why. Exact same. I knew exactly why you started laughing. I was like, oh my god, it's, he doesn't know it's an M. <laughs> I, had to, I had to lean in and make sure. Um fuck. Jason Weiner would have been a great pick. Uh Clark Wilm. And that rounds out the forwards. Then we've got Tommy Albelin, Wade Bellick, Dennis Gauthier, Phil Housley, and Derek Morris. With the goaltender protected being Fred Brathwaite. Brathwaite? Weird name. Weird mm-hmm. name. Um, all right. Any initial standouts? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine forwards per standard. They got five D and a goalie. So yeah, we'd have two forwards and two D. Anyone that stands out as like being potentially exposed that you'd want to grab or move on and talk about the available list. Um, if uh I mean if if Belak and Albin Albeline, if they were available on defense, I mean, both of those would, would be decent picks. Um, other than that, I think we know the guys that would be protected, but yeah, those are the two only names on defense anyways, uh, that if available would be enticing for the Calgary flames. All right. So the available list, we've got a lot of GMs popping up here. We got Jason. Oh, wow. Otterill. We got Mark Burrow, Jeff Cowan. Steve Dubinsky, Benoit Gratton, Andreas Johansson, Matthias Johansson, Essa Keskinen, Sergei 
Krivokrasov. What the fuck? <laughs> I like that one. That's uh that's a name. Uh, Brother, got, I already know yeah, who we're picking I from. I think is Jan. Uh, yeah. yeah. Polish, I think. I think he's Polish. We got Jesper Matson, Marty Murray, Dave Roche. And our pick is next. Martin St. Louis! Yep. <laughs> there it is. I was like, I already know who we're picking for the yeah. Calgary Flames. <laughs> uh, Joseph, this one doesn't have a Z, but it's still with an S. With an F, I mean. What the fuck is the deal with this Joseph bullshit? It was an 80s thing. It Draga. must have been an 80s thing. You said it was 90s before. John Tripp with a with two P's. Sergey Zolotov. Eric oh. Sharon. I love this next one. Bobby Dallas. Bobby Dallas, baby. Bobby Dallas. <laughs> Playing in the IHL, Bobby Dallas. Oh, yeah. By the way, Eric Sharon and Bobby Dallas are both defensemen. We've got Johan Finstrom, fun name. Philippe Kuba. That's a tough one to pass on. No. Stuart Malganus. Let's see. Frederick Oduya. Oh, Pavel Rajnoha. Dimitri Ryabakin. Uh, Jesus Christ. R-I-A-B-Y-K-I-N. Daryl Shannon. Steve Smith. Lee Sorokin. Brad Warenka. And then we have three goaltenders, Grant Fuhr, Not a bad Tyrone pick. Garner, and Andre Trefilov. Dude, some decent names on the available list. Grant yeah, Fuhr. Yeah, we're taking Marty, so it's not even Marty St. Louis. Um, now, what's interesting, <laughs> though, Philippe Kuba ended up on that 04 Cup team for Tampa, right? Yeah. So, I mean, what's to say that Marty can't play a couple years for the Wild? Maybe he's the one that gets them past Anaheim and gets to Stanley Cup Finals and probably still loses in the Finals, but whatever. It'd still be cool to make it to the Finals. And yep. then he still ends up with Tampa and gets his cups and gets to play with Vinny and do the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, there's not much conversation to have here, man. Like, I don't no, know. Just, just some highlight, like uh, Johnny Oduya's brother on this is Frederick Oduya. Um, and and Bobby Dollars actually had a long NHL career, and he played five seasons with the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, starting in 1993. Cool. So he you actually can, made your expansion. I'll take Marty. No, I'm just saying Bobby Dollars. He made. <laughs> I, I was. I was gonna say it would have. It would have sucked to have that name playing professional hockey and not actually make some dollars. But he made. He made some bills there with the National Hockey League, and he got to live in Anaheim. So. He spent a lot of those dollar bills on housing, probably, but it dollar is dollar is. bills. Well, that wraps up. That wraps up the uh, Northwest Division that the Wild would ultimately end up joining. That, that's it. That's all I got. He's just got nothing. Kill it. Done. <laughs>